Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I do declare, here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Drimbus. After Dimension Doran into the courthouse, Jess and Bob find themselves face before a reclaimer. Bob resorts to violence and the gals run. In the shuffle, Bob is restrained and taken down to the cells before making a last minute escape, running out the front door. As Jessica finds herself in the bursar's office, looking for the documents Hagatha requested, but unable to open the cabinets. Running out of options, the gals are doing their best to outrun the reclaimers and accomplish their mission. I do declare, Yorana is back in session. Jessamine turns to Joe and says, Fuck it. Take her down. Oh no. And the two reclaimers begin running up the steps. As Barb is running, hands restrained behind her back, just zooming up the stairs. Oh god. You hear Stacy, the gibbering mouther, go, Here I come. Jess, you are currently inside of the bursar's office. Yeah, that's that is correct. That is where I am, yeah. What would you like to do? So I've tried a couple of different options, but uh, I'm going to reach into my purse, pull out my mirror, mm -hmm. and I'm going to uh, call in a favor. Okay. Because <laughs> we've got the obsidian now, so some, some spells could be cast through the mirror. So I am hoping to perhaps get in touch with good old Haggy, and uh, maybe she can magically unlock the, uh, the cabinet for me. Ooh! Okay, go ahead and call Haggy. She makes some purple magic appear in her hand and she wipes across the face of the mirror. And then she goes, I'd like to call the fairest in the land. <laughs> Kiss ass. Hello, dearie. Oh, oh, hi there. Um, hi, hi, Haggy. Uh, it's, or- Hi. I, uh, sorry to disturb you on this lovely evening. Oh, um, no worry. And you see she has like a little face mask on that like she lifts up above her eyes. Uh, you get the feeling she was probably already in bed. I am so sorry, you- uh, Oh, uh, no worries. What can I do for you, Daddy? How's it going? Oh, you know, we are, uh, currently, uh, getting some intel, and, uh, I've hit a real, uh, 
roadblock here with this cabinet. I just, I really ought to pick up a, a, an, an unlocking spell, but uh, c- do you happen to have anything that would help? Um, give me just one second, dearie. Mm-hmm. Let me check out my uh, my little spell book here. And you see she pulls out a massive tome. Like, just comically <laughs> large. A massive tome! <laughs> All right, I've got something ready for you. Cover your ears. Oh, okay. Is it okay? And uh, Jessica, like, she pulls her shirt front forward so she can kind of stick the mirror in her uh-huh. um, bosom so it can, like, still face the cabinet. <laughs> and then she takes her hands and covers her ears. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. She snaps her fingers. And then you just hear this massive... As if someone, like, took a bat and just beat on the metal filing cabinet, like, made a massive knock. Ruh-roh. And this knock reverberates out. Oh, no. But you see the little mechanism, that little, like, metal square, you know what I'm talking about, that you push to the side to open cabinets? Yeah. You see it go, and the cabinet goes, as it slides open. Oh, you know, Heggy, that did the trick. Thank you so much, dear. And I, I, I hope uh, not to bother you again until we have the intel for you. No worries, dearie. I'm here, whatever you need. Good use of the mirror. Oh, you know, <laughs> might as well uh, use that obsidian while we got it, right? Aye. All right. Ta-ta, dearie. Ta-ta. And uh, Jessica creates some purple magic in her hand and wipes the screen clean. Beautiful. Barb, you have just made it to the top of the stairs. These reclaimers are chasing you. What fuck, are you fuck, doing? Fuck, 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 And I'm running. I am running out the doors, out the front oh, no. doors. I'm running. So you dash, <laughs> and let's say you make it about halfway to the bursar's office, pretty much. So basically, in one more turn, you will be outside. I'm gonna, like, very um, aggressively whisper, Jess! Jess! Just so hope, <laughs> just so she could potentially hear that things are not going well. I hope I hope she can tell by the tone in my voice. The fact that Jessica ran away initially, I think she understands that things might not be going well. All right. Well, you aggressively whisper, Jess, Jess, as you run down the hallway. <laughs> so really, like no one would. <laughs> hear it but you go yes and you see the two reclaimers pop out they're still like at the stairs so they're about 60 feet behind you Mm. uh, since you kind of pulled one over on them and then the reclaimers say why is she saying yes 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 (gasps) don't be mean gotta have a callback it's a sad callback (laughs) yeah it's when i first died (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, you hear in the in the very distant and some like gross fleshy noises. I don't like those noises. I just don't like the noises. <laughs> it seems this thing is probably far slower than the guards. Please roll a wisdom saving throw. It's always the damn wisdom. You and your damn wisdom, boy. Oh, that's a fourteen. Oof. Okay. I hate you it You see here. Jessamine holds out her hand and goes, try this! And you feel something apparate around your legs. The invisible pants spell. <laughs> and you feel the restraints that were on your hands also grab your ankles and you go flying face first into the ground. No, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. no and no, you no, crash no. and slide. And as you hit the ground, like that very instant, you hear a reverberate from somewhere off to your left 
And uh, Joe and Jessamine look at each other. He goes, "That that was definitely a little bit too loud, right?" Yeah. No, no, that was all me. That was all me. I am so heavy and large. Ow! I make those noises. Do ow! <laughs> so sorry. Very dramatic. I don't. But you did. You type. You know. Take take me away. Jessamine, like they hear you say all of this, and she goes, "Who are these fucking people? Go check that out." And Joe's gonna go Fuck. investigate. No. I'm going to say that he's 16. He goes, I think it came from in here. And he's going to enter the bursar's office. He goes to open the door, that little, like, office door, the first one. And he goes, oh, shit. Um, hold up. Stacy! And he goes, uh, hold up. I'll be right back. And he runs down the stairs and he goes, keep an eye on that door. It is Stacy's turn. So in the stairwell, we see the gibbering mouther just fleshily... Crawling, sliming up the stairs. <laughs> and Joe comes over and he goes, Stacy, I, I need the keys to the bursar's office. <laughs> you know I can't give you the keys to the office. I need the. Just give me the keys. Come on. All right, fine. And uh, the mouth goes and spits out a ring of keys at him. And he grabs them and begins to go back up the stairs. Meanwhile, Jessica. The cabinet has just slid open. I am going to look through the files to find the appropriate uh, file. You look through, you go CR, and then finally you find one that says Crichton, Michelle. Yes. And I start looking through the file for the information I seek, which is who's doing jury selection and the defense. Okay. So you open the folder, and what you see inside, it's not a pretty document. It's stark and utilitarian, and it just lists out details, including Judge Ricardo Wicksworth, Defendant Michelle Crichton, Court Date, Fifth of Winter, and so on and so forth. You continue to scan through the details until you find what you need. First, you see Defense Attorney Dominique Young, and then... You scroll down to an empty section of the file that hasn't been filled out yet. You see a field where the names of jurors will eventually be printed. Right above it, you see Selector, Rachel Goldthwaite. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh that is... Oh, no. That is... Uh, that is... Fucking unfortunate. Ooh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't no, hear no. this, but that's really funny. I'm sorry. Uh, Barb, you, you think you hear a, a very slight muffled. <laughs> Such funny noises. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay, and Jessica. And I'm going to say that it takes you about six seconds to read through the document and see that. <laughs> Barb, okay. meanwhile, Jessamine comes over to you and goes, you're not getting away this time. And she grabs you, throws you over her shoulder, and just, like, begins to march toward the stairs. And then goes, ah, oh, shit, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, And then just turns to stare at the door to the bursar's office. Meanwhile, Barb, it is your turn. No, I, uh, yeah, no, I, okay. I mean, what, what can I do, right? What can I do? I'm tied up. I'm tied here. I'm tied there. 
over your shoulder. Very comfortable shoulder, by the way. Haven't met a woman Thanks. who can really toss me over. That's impre that's impressive. <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah, I've got oh. plenty of experience. Uh, oh. Okay, okay, I hear you. Don't just... try to sweet talk your way out of this. No, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I see my situation. I will restrain um, your mouth. That's, hey, hey, I hope you do. Mm. <clears throat> so do you want to tell me who you are, why you're here? Like, why, why? I just <sighs> don't get, like. Okay, 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 Jesus. Look, me and my uh, partner, we, well, not my like partner, partner. I'm not like, not like that. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, oh, we, we're working, we're working to go. It's hard to explain. There's a lot of, there's a lot going on and I, I can't give a lot of information out, but you got to believe that. Well, it's I hope for... you're comfortable disclosing it but... to a jury then. Okay. No. Okay. All the information you need. It's, it's on our horses outside. I, I know that sounds really sketchy. I, I understand, but I, I, it's all outside. We just didn't want to bring anything in. Obviously, you saw the way we came in. We didn't have anything on us. We just like poofed in. I know that was kind of alarming too. So you can only imagine, but you have to understand this is definitely greater than all of us. But I get it if you don't, I, I understand. You, you know, it's kind of above your pay grade. No offense, but like it kind of is, you know? So I, I, it can't just come from my mouth. You know what I mean? I... I, Giancarlo Herrera, hate you, Amanda Fernandez Acosta. Why? Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, plenty. I mean, no, why? I know what you're trying to do. Roll a persuasion. Roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. Don't be mean. Don't be mean. <laughs> yeah, this person I just apprehended said it, it's on my horses outside. Let me. Yeah, let me, but I, like, she seems really genuine about it, John. I don't know if that's, uh, if that warrants. Hey, uh, hey. Listen, I was sitting here debating whether you should be allowed this role at all. I am choosing to overrule their common sense in your favor. It's a 15 or a 19, baby. Take your pick. Let's see. She goes, all right. Where are your horses? They're in this little, okay, it's going to look kind of weird, but they're in a little tent. Um, it's like a little circus tent. You mm -hmm, know what a circus mm -hmm. is? Have you ever been to a circus? It's really yeah. fun. Beautiful experience. Okay. Well, um, it's like to the, it's on the side of the courthouse. Cool. We'll be sure to check it out once you're locked up. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Totally. Can I get a name for you? Um, not at the moment. No, you cannot. I am so sorry. Um, mm. all right. Yeah. And at this point, Joe has emerged from the stairs yet again and begins walking towards the bursar's office and Jess goes, all right, I'm just going to take this one downstairs. Yeah, you do that. I'm going to check this out. If I need anything, I'll holler. Okay. And she begins walking down. As you reach the mouth of the stairs, you see Stacy has made it about halfway up. You keep going, Stacy. You got this. <laughs> Don't let anyone stop you. Jessica, what are you going to do now? Are there windows in this room? It is pitch black. Remember, you're seeing in dark right now. Okay. There are four torches, one on each wall, that are unlit. Okay, and the only way in or out is that one door, right? Yeah, so there's the door, basically lining all the walls are filing cabinets, and in the center of the room are those cages that seem to hold uh, prisoner belongings. Okay, how big are like the containers in like the, the middle of the room? Imagine like a cage for a medium-sized dog. So if I pretzel fold myself, maybe I could fit inside. Maybe. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go over and see if the cages are locked. Are they? Are they locked? Are they? Yes, they are. Okay. Uh, do the cabinets go all the way to the top of the ceiling? No. All right. I am going to quietly climb on top of one of the cabinets. Okay. And then I am going to cast minor illusion to make it look like I am not there. I'm gonna make it look like 
a corner cabinet is where I am. Because physical interaction with it, like, you would know that it's not actually there, but I'm going to create the image kind of around myself to make it look like it's just a cabinet in the corner, like a, a shelf cabinet up top. Okay, it must be no larger than a five-foot cube. Okay, I can, I, yeah, no, I can fold myself down. Okay, uh, roll a stealth check for me. Okay, come on, dice, be kind, be kind. That's not as kind as I would like it to be. That's a seven. Uh, great. <laughs> Meanwhile, we cut back outside. Jessamine leads you down, and as she's walking, she goes, Stacy, any keys to the cell? Come on. She goes, I won't know how you walk up and down the stairs so fast. And she goes, come on, Stacy. And she goes, all right. And spits out some keys into Jessamine's hand. And Jessamine walks down the stairs and begins opening one of the cells and goes, you going to give me a name or? You know, I, 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 I don't. I don't, uh, no, not not at the moment. I, I don't, I don't think I can. Um, again, I, I, I can't, I can't say uh, the words can't come out of my mouth. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> yes. I don't, and she tosses you into the cell. Okay, fair enough. At this point, Joe has now begun to unlock the bursar's office. Jessica, you climb up onto the cabinets. You summon this minor illusion. It's as if you're hiding in a cabinet and you hear the click of a lock turning and then the door opening and someone going, hello? You see he has two short swords in his hand and he goes, who's in here? We heard you just come out. It'll be a lot easier. Jessica is going to remain very still and very quiet. <laughs> Joe is going to roll an investigation with disadvantage because it is still completely dark. We're so fucked. He begins to scan the room. Oh, God. What did he roll? What did he roll? His first roll was a 14. Okay. His next roll was much lower. That being said... But the minor illusion... That uses my spell save DC, not the not the stealth check. If that's helpful to our information here. He looks around and he goes, I know you're in here. I know it. In my <laughs> fucking bones, I know you're in here. Just come out now. Jessica remains absolutely silent and still. Yeah, how long does this last? A minute? It does last one minute, yeah. Okay. He's going to keep an eye out. He hasn't closed the doors behind him. They're both open. And he just kind of puts a hand on the door and, like, shouts out into the hallway. He goes, Jess! Get up here when you get the chance! And uh, he's going to stand in the doorway, his two short swords drawn. Are you fucking kidding me? Barb, you have been thrown inside a cell. And Jessamine closes it, locks it. And then slides the little window on the door open and goes, Good night, whoever you are. Okay, no, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I don't know if I should tell you this. I don't, I don't know. Okay, it's fine. You don't gotta tell me anything. I'll just go. I'll just go. You don't have to tell me anything. Oh, I know your tricks. I know your tricks. I know your little tricks. That little, little switcheroo with the, with the, with the mind. And then, and then you don't have to say anything, but you know, I need to say something. So come on, just, okay. Hmm. 
Okay, okay, look. Do you know the uh, the attorney's, um, oh gosh, what's their name? Um, Phelps, Mogbile, and oh my gosh, there's something else. There's, there's another one. Do, do, do you happen to, do you know that? Do you know them by any chance? I'm afraid not. Okay, well, they were planning to break into this courthouse um, tomorrow night to get the information that they really can't have. Um, Which is? Oh, I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that information. So we thought it would be a good idea to get here before them. Obviously, that's not exactly... Um, and who are you exactly? What? And who are you exactly? We and how'd you get this information? How did we get this information? Yeah. How do you think we got this information? I don't know. Oh my god. You gotta, come on, work with me here. Th- you know I can't tell you certain things, but clearly No, I, d- I don't know why you can't tell me certain <laughs> things. Because we work for a high- we, there's so- we-, we Look, like yes. I said- Get up here when you can! There is a scale to which we fall, right? And above us, there are big, big, powerful people who just- There are big, powerful people who don't allow us to say certain things. Because if well, not, I don't know who a- you work for, but in this courthouse, the power is derived from the people. So, uh, if you ever want to change employers, then you let me know. And she slides the little window shut, and you hear footsteps. Don't want you to hear it, yeah, hear it, yeah, hear it, yeah. Are there any actions you would like to take, Barb? Can I open the little window on the thing? No, you get the feeling this can only be slid open from the outside. Mm, okay, um... I would like to knock on the door and just be like, Stacy? Hey, Stacy? Hello? And uh, somewhere outside we hear a uh, gibbering mouth going, Oh God. Meanwhile, Jessica. Yeah? You are hiding in the corner. Six of your 60 seconds have elapsed. You see Joe is standing there, short swords drawn. And he goes, fucking... God. Just come out, bro. Hey, you can't, you can't make people come out of the closet unless they want to. Do you say that? No. <laughs> <laughs> of course I sure? don't. But I need to make a little joke. Not out of the closet, out of the cabinet. <laughs> Jessica is going to cast Prestidigitation. Okay. And she's going to create an instantaneous, harmless sensory effect. As if someone has just dove over his head and out behind him. Okay, this president. That thing just happens, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just at will. And it doesn't have anything in the spell description of like uh-huh. an investigation check to see, like, because it's not an illusion. It is like, yeah. it's an actual sensory feeling. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say he's on high alert. He is looking for you. He feels something go over his, his head and he goes, what? And he turns around for a second. He's still in the door frame, but he turns around. And he goes, where'd you go? Hmm. He looks out the doorway. He looks back inside and goes, Jess! (laughs) He's rolling an investigation on like the rest of the courthouse, like the outside area, but he doesn't see anything. Uh And so he's just kind of staying like put in between the doorway. He's looking back and forth constantly. Okay. And at this point, Jessamine emerges from the stairwell and she goes, I'll be right there. 
He goes, I just felt something weird. Make sure she's not hiding around here. All right. She's looking around. She goes, I don't see anything and begins coming closer to the bursar's office. Meanwhile, Barb, are you doing anything? Well, I, I knocked on the door and um, Stacy, is Stacy um, coming to the door or not? Yeah. Hello, Stacy. So um, nice to meet you. I You gotta speak, speak up, sweetheart. Oh. I can't hear you. I said it's so nice to meet you. Yeah. Yes, I heard your mother is also quite lovely. Ah. That's all she says. Ah. Oh, really? <laughs> does she, does she, come on. <laughs> all, the, all the mouths on her body start laughing. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Okay, Stacy. Um, so we seem to be in a bit of a pickle. Yeah, a bit of a pickle. Okay. <laughs> um, you see, so the problem is upstairs. I know you don't like running upstairs, but upstairs um, where your friends have gone. So... If you, um, there's a bomb. There's a bomb in the courthouse. And if, if, yes, there's a bomb. And now I don't mean to alarm you. We wanted to try and get everyone out, but uh, clearly our distraction was not working correctly. And this has just gone really, really wrong. Um, so <laughs> you can leave me here. It's fine. I understand. But you're going to want to get your friends from the, from the, I know they're at the top of the stairs and I know you have a lot of trouble going up there. I'm so sorry Roll to put you in this deception check with disadvantage. What? <laughs> Roll a deception check with disadvantage. <laughs> Ooh, okay. That was really good. Okay. Again, 19 or 15. Oh my god! No! We gotta get out of here! <laughs> And you hear like this panic. It sounds like they're running, but their voice doesn't get very distant very fast. Fair. We're halfway there. When will it end? This, this is the halftime ad with Nikki B. Happy New Year, ladies and listeners. We did it. We survived another year. Somehow, you and I, we, us, everyone, I know we couldn't have done it without you. So thank you very much. It was a team effort. But seriously, thank you all from the bottom of our hearts. Your listenage is a huge help and support and super appreciated. But since this is the Halftime Zone and this is an advertisement, why not ring in the new year right with Drimbus at patreon.com slash Drimbus. Have your name featured as an NPC. Maybe uh, submit items for the show. Play games with us. Listen to some bonus content. My God, the bonus content we have just been piling up for you guys. Just It's just a gold mine waiting to be fucking dug up we got little side adventures musicals ghost stories i mean damn i mean you really don't want to miss out man especially with our series back to basics it's just everything you love about drimpus within classic DD adventures who, the f- who doesn't want more drimpus all right look check this out did you 
Did you know that Giuseppe became a unicorn? I didn't, my little lad. And he unzips the fanny pack and he looks down. Tell me more about this unicorn. Well, Giuseppe got gut and then (laughs) I put something in his head and he became a unicorn. Giuseppe got gut. Can I put this in his t-shirt? Got gut. Oh, goodness. That is... Quite the journey you've had thus far. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, um... And he just kind of slowly starts to re-zip the fanny pack (laughs) while he's talking. You hear, and then this has been... (laughs) And it becomes muffled as he zips. Does he always, um... Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. That seems about right. He's actually being really polite today. (laughs) Sign up today to be a patron to unlock that entire series and a whole bunch of other bonus series. And, and, and you know, if you don't want to, uh, I mean, I get it, you know, that's fine. There's, there's other ways to support us. It really would still mean a whole entire lot. You can, uh, you can leave us a review, tweet with hashtag Drimbus, subscribe to the newsletter at drimbus.com slash newsletter. Or just check out all the merch at drimbus.com slash merch, you know, casually. I know how you how your generation is with the online shopping. <clears throat> anyway, we really appreciate these people coming into the new year with us. That is Jerry Benetados, Queso Loco, Greta and Beignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Regina Russell, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Chloe G, Con Air on DVD, NB Star, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Will Woodwall, Callie Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Bridge, Twiglets, Joanna, Wes Berger, Stan Sitzman, Scrambles, The Death Dealer, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnard, Ruth Thanatos, Morgan Lawson, Olivia Hill, my Wilhelm Fox, I'm not gonna stop until you correct me, Trip, and Carrie Holmes. All right, love you all so much. Thank you again. Thank you from the tops and bottoms of our hearts here at Drimbus. Your support, your continued support throughout the years really makes a difference. And your listeners just makes an entire huge uh, difference. So uh, with that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck off now. You get back in the episode. Love you guys. Meanwhile, upstairs, Jessamine finally makes it to Joan. She goes, all right, where is she? I don't know. You know, we heard the noise coming from in here, but then I felt like a little wind over my head this way. I don't... Ah, what do we do? Here, you take a look in there. I'll, I'll check, like, the cafe and stuff. All right. <laughs> and they swap places. No. Jessamine pulls out her two long swords. Jessica, we have now elapsed 18 seconds on your spell as <laughs> Jessamine enters the room and is going to do a little search. <laughs> I hate this. With disadvantage because it's yes, dark. Yes, disadvantage because it's dark. First one's a 19. God, no. Please. Second one is a critical failure. Yeah! <laughs> oh, oh my God. Where are you? She actually walks into the room and begins going around the whole perimeter, like around the cage and walks right past you and goes, come out, come out wherever you are. Both swords drawn. 
does not spot you. Jessica, would you like to take any actions? Um, Another gust of wind goes over. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cast the cantrip message. Okay. I'm going to point my finger towards Joe, and I am going to send him the message of the following. You think I wouldn't come in with some invisibility? See ya, sucker. Okay, Joe hears that and he goes, oh shit! And he starts swinging his swords everywhere. He goes, Jess, she's invisible! Attack! You see, he's like searching and he's just stabbing forward like everywhere he goes, like trying to hit the invisible. He goes, guard the entrance! What are you talking about? He goes, she just spoke to me. Didn't you hear that? Oh shit, so she's near you? I guess. Uh, and Jessamine goes, all right, yeah, she's not in here. And she closes the door to the bursar's office and runs out toward the cafe with Joe. <laughs> Fuck yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Technically, neither of you know what is going on outside at this point in time now. So, Barb, any actions? Yes. Is there some kind of, like, lock on the door that I can see? Uh, that you can see? No. No. Okay. Bob is going to start, like, knocking on the door just to try and find, like, a hollow spot. Does she hear anything? A hollow spot? Yes, a hollow spot on the door. A weak spot on the door. Come on. Every door no, has I'm one. S- <laughs> not not these doors. That's so rude. How do they expect people to leave? Uh, Barb, a key falls for you from the sky. Wow, thank you so much. I don't have my mirror. My mirror's broken. Okay, Jess is, I don't know where she is. I don't think this would work, but Bob is gonna, once, like, now she's gonna, like, knock to the side of her, I guess, and I, I... Uh, well, also, keep in mind, you are restrained. Oh, damn it. So, like, your knocking is happening, like, behind your back. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, uh, I'm trying to remember if Michelle is, like, on a lower floor or if, if all the cells are on one floor. There are multiple floors of cells. However, yeah. roll a history check for me. I'm pretty intelligent. Oh, not that intelligent, though. That's a 13. <laughs> you know that Michelle is on this floor. <gasps> And so Bob is going to, like, turn her back to one of the walls and she's going to start, like, pounding on it, pounding on the wall. She's like, Michelle, Michelle, are you there? Now, the walls themselves are, like, stone. Like, you get the feeling this was was excavated and the doors are metal. The doors that have been installed are metal, but the walls are stone. Okay, so after pounding my fist into it, I realize it's stone. Ow. It's dark in here. It's not your fault. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Pounding on the door. Michelle. 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 My hand hurts. Michelle. (laughs) Michelle. Meanwhile, Jessica. Jessamine has just closed the door to the bursar's office. You are in your cabinet. (laughs) What are you doing? Um, Do I hear the door lock behind her in any way? You hear it click shut, yes. But since you're inside, you get the feeling that there's no way you would be locked in. Okay. You get the feeling it locks from the outside to keep people out. Jessica is going to pull out the mirror from her purse Mm -hmm. and create some purple magic, wipe the screen, and say, call the fairest in the land. Two calls in five minutes? Hello, dearie. It's like a double text. Oh, hi there. You know, it's, uh, it's... It's great to hear your dulcet tones once again. Um, it usually is. Yeah, so I've got that information for you. Marvelous. Yeah, so the defense is going to be uh, Dominique Young. 
You see, you see, she's like gotten up out of bed and she's in like a little night slip and she grabs a journal from the side of her bed and goes, Dominique, yeah, okay. And uh, then the juror selector is going to be uh, Rachel Goldthwaite. Rachel Goldthwaite. Okay. So next steps are quite simply take them out. For dinner? No, no, no. Well, the eternal dinner, if you will. <laughs> okay. Oh, once you take them out, you let me know. So I guess let me know when you're going to do it. And I will send in the replacements. That is, that's absolutely wonderful to hear. Uh, just a, a minor hiccup. Um, I? So I think our infiltration has not ex- of the courthouse here to get the information was not exactly um, smooth. Um, How do you mean? Well, when we when we when we got in, um, there was a there was a there was a um, oh a guard that was just kind of about, and um, rather than trying to explain ourselves out of the situation, um, well, Burb took it upon herself to uh, try to go for a, a little neck snap. Oh dear. Yeah. Well, just get rid of the body and you'll be fine. Well, uh, she didn't quite complete the next snap, you see, oh. and, um... Oh, no. Oh. So, I'm not sure what's become of Barbara, and I'm not sure... I wasn't sure how much, uh, how much carnage we were allowed to do without, like, it interfering with the plans and things that you have in Preferably place. not much, you know. If they start suspecting interference with the case, they might begin looking a little too closely. Okay. But you do what you got to do, darling. Cool. Um... I think I I'm not sure, but I it wasn't looking good for Barbara when I was able to get away from them. Um, is there any kind of help that you might be able to to send your send your gal? Tell you what, kill them all. I'll send in replacements. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> that's that sounds like a plan. Yeah. Um, and then just the other thing that I, while I, while I got you, um, Goldthwaite, Rachel, um, is that any sort of complication? Because I, do you think that, uh, because the attorney, um, that we're going to be working with is, is her partner, you don't think that's going to be any sort of issue with him, like knowing that she should have been the jury selector and then... That is a bit tricky. I think the real move here is going to be to let me know ahead of time when you're going to eliminate her. Okay. And I'll send in the doppelganger. I'll I'll send in one of the best. And hopefully, the Goldthwaite is none the wiser. And, uh, then Rachel will disappear once the case is done. Alrighty, well, uh... That sounds, that sounds like a gosh darn plan. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad I could get you the information that you requested. If you are, one last thing, Didi, for all these replacements. Yeah. If you can keep them alive until I send my people in, it's a, if they can, you know, kind of search their minds while they're still breathing, it helps make it a little more authentic. Okay. Yeah. That's. Not, not very alive. Just enough. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah. I could see if I could arrange that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, appreciate your time as always. Um, Best of luck, yeah. dearie, and 
Jessica? Yes, yeah. Don't fuck this up. And the mirror goes blank. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Oh, God. Okay. Um, oh, gods. Um, well. Okay. I guess I gotta go kill some people, but also keep them alive. Don't know how I'm gonna do that. (laughs) All right. Um, okay. I... All right. Well, Jessica's gonna go ahead and start to climb down from the cabinet. Uh Uh-huh. And she's going to uh, cast mage armor on herself. Okay. To to beef up her AC a bit. Is the door very flush or is there like a gap for something very small to pass under or anything like that? It's pretty flush, but you see a little bit of a gap at the very bottom of it, like for a, maybe a sheet of paper. Any chance of like, oh, I don't know, like a tooth uh, able to pass under that door maybe? <laughs> Ugh. I think that's a hard sell. Maybe if you could take like one of your tiny bottom teeth. Okay. Keep in mind, this is the door that leads into like the glass counter area. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just preemptively, instead of a tooth, Jessica is going to go ahead and pull uh, one of her fingernails. Oof, gross. But yes, okay, which one? <laughs> yeah. Describe this for me. Jessica, like looks down at her nails and she's gonna bite down on the handle of her purse. Oof. And she is going to rip out her pinky oh. nail. Oh. And then imbue it with magic so it becomes a nice little magical token. Beautiful. We love that for myself. So she'll just ha- hold on to that as she approaches the door and she is going to very slowly mm-hmm. turn the door handle and creep it open a bit to kind of get an idea of like what's going on outside. You creep the door open and because you're still kind of in that glass counter area, mm-hmm. there's another door, you know, beyond that. So you don't really hear super well, but you hear like a muffled, like, <laughs> Stacy, just, just go back downstairs. Whatever she says, don't listen to her, okay? Just. Take a nap, do whatever you gotta do. But there's a bomb. Don't worry about it, Stacy. While it seems like they're focused on this, Jessica's gonna crouch down and as stealthily as she can, like, I guess roll or creep out very crouched low underneath the counter and shut the door quietly behind her. Yeah, roll a stealth check with advantage. I'm gonna say that you can like without issue stay crouched low enough because of the, the wooden like counter area. But mainly Are the door, like, swinging open. Uh-oh. fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. With advantage? <laughs> With advantage. What'd you get? The first roll was a one, plus the bonus brings it to a four. Then the second roll was a two. Oh. And then brought me to a five with the bonus. I am so pissed. I've been so careful. So you hear Joe going, yeah, and like he's still stabbing forward as he searches like the entirety of the court. And he goes, yeah, just go downstairs and Jess, you go check out. You said that thing about the horses or whatever. Yeah. And why do we? Holy shit. Who opened that door? Jess, 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 get over here. And you see Joe and Jess begin running to that second door in the counter area. You're in the counter area right now. 
All right. Um, is there a chair behind the desk? What's the situation? You know what? I'll give it to you. Yes, there's a chair. <laughs> okay. Uh, what does the chair look like? It's like a bank teller chair, kind of. So it's very tall, like it's a countertop type chair. And it is made of wood. Okay. Jessica is going to crawl underneath the chair. Okay. And then she's going to cast Minor Illusion to create like a chair cover for it. Okay. That would hit like the floor. So she's hidden underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That will work. What I'm going to say is this is going to be reliant on the stealth check, basically. Because it's probably going to be noisy and fast to try and hide in that chair. So give me a stealth check. Okay. Flat regular stealth check is a 14. Okay. Jessica, you like... Not too noisily, but not perfectly silently either. Mm -hmm. Managed to like creep in through like the little wooden like slats on those like bar stool type chairs. Yeah. And you like just barely cram yourself in. You cast this minor illusion and this like cloth drapes over it. And oh no. Oh my god. (laughs) They both pass this check as they open the door. And she goes, that cloth definitely wasn't there. And he goes, come out right now. And you hear like, as all four of the swords betwixt the two of them are like drawn out. And you hear, I guess, can you see through your own minor illusion? Yeah, I can. Okay, yeah. And you see, so Joe takes the front, Jessamine takes the back, and they both have all four swords like basically pointed at each possible like side of the chair. Okay. Uh, this is your last chance. Come out with your hands above your head. All right. Oh, I wouldn't be hiding if I was an actual reclaimer. That doesn't make any sense to try to fool them. Um, okay. Uh, Jessica is going to cast... What's going on in there? Jessica is going to cast Magic Missile. Oof, okay. At... Th- the third level. Okay. Oh my. Um. Yeah. That just hits, right? Yeah, it sure does. That's my. Okay. Yes. Who are you hitting, and for how much damage? From like underneath the minor illusion, like they haven't quite interacted with it, so like they don't see these coming. Uh huh. She creates five darts, and from where her pinky nail had been ripped off, you see like each of her fingers on that hand develops purple long nails uh-huh and she just like positions them right towards Jessamine's face and she just shoots them forward as they launch themselves and land in her face dealing 15 force damage oh Okay, you form these little darts, shoot them out. Jessamine is there holding her swords, and then they all just fucking, like, pepper her face. (laughs) You see, they cut through the cheeks. One of them gets lodged in the forehead. One, like, blasts through the nose. She goes, "Ah, ah, ah, ah." And they go, all right, that's it. We warned you. And Joe and Jessamine, in unison, plunge all four swords straight forward into the middle of the chair where Jessica is hiding. Okay. Um, (laughs) that's cool. That's fun. Um, I'm going to use my reaction Uh to cast the first level spell shield. Okay. And an invisible barrier of magic force appears and protects me until the start of my next turn. I have a plus five bonus to my AC, including against the triggering attack. 
and I take no damage from magic missile. That is a spell that would be useful for rogue runners. <laughs> that is boss. Okay, so what is your new AC then? So my new AC is an 18. Hell yeah. Okay, so Joe's right hand sword is the first one that hits you as Jessamine is still kind of stumbling from the magic missile. It hits that shield and just glances off straight forward. Oof. His second one, however, comes in from the other side. You're trapped in like an animal in a cage. So you see this sword come in like at your face and it glances off and your eyes are kind of stuck on it as you are like breathing deeply and you (laughs) don't see the other sword coming in from the other side, which is going to pierce into your shoulder for nine damage. At this point, Jessamine's sword is coming at you. Oh my God. Rolls in. 18 without the bonus. Fucker. It slashes at your ribs, basically, for five damage. As you get hit the ribs, she brings the other one, like they're both trying to hit the same spot, as if she's gonna like tear you open with two swords. And uh, this one hits the magic shield and just gets returned right back into her hands. How you doing, Jess? You okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. All right. I mean, it could have been much worse. And Joe goes, we do, I don't like doing this. You forced our hands. And Stacy goes, what's going on? And you see the giant gibbering mouther works its way into the doorway of the little bursar's office. Barb, what would you like to do? Um, I would like to break down my door. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure, Because that's Jan. all I have. <laughs> okay, well, first you're going to need to break out of your restraints. Right. Roll strength check. Okay. Mm, that's a 13. Meanwhile, downstairs, uh, Barb is in her cell and is just like wriggling on the floor like a worm trying to break out of these magical restraints, but they are tight. Jessica? I am going to take one of my hands, thrust it out. You see Jessica's hand covered in like this purple fog and black fog as she starts to cast vampiric touch and grabs the ankle of Jessamine. Okay. Come on, not this terrible roll. Ugh, it's an 11. Oof. It's not enough, it's not. That is not enough. What a waste of my last third level spell slime. You see your purple hand come out, grab onto the shin of the reclaimer's plate mail armor. And Jessica, you squeeze, you see the white armor start to turn a little gray-ish, but you can't quite break through it. And Jessamine goes, huh, nice try. And it is now their turn again. I am fucked. This is not going to end well for me. No, because Jessamine is about to bring that longsword down on your hand. (gasps) Okay, and Jessica is going to once again use her reaction to cast shield at the first level. Very smart. So your effective AC is now 18 again? Yeah. I'm so sorry. She rolled a 22. Great. Was that like a natural 20 or is that with the bonus? No, it was an 18 with bonus. Gross. Oof. And she deals nine slashing damage as this time she doesn't get two attacks. She takes the sword in one hand. She like puts one in the scabbard, grabs one in one hand and with a really powerful strike, tries bringing it down across your wrist that just tried to grab her arm and slashes at it. How much damage was that again? Nine. Oh God. Are you, are you up still? Are you okay? I'm up. I'm like at more than halfway still. Okay, then you're good. <laughs> Good, I'll keep killing you. <laughs> Jessica, yeah. roll 
a wisdom saving throw for me. Okay, at least that's one of the saving throws I specialize in. These fucking rolls, bro. A 10. Okay, as you get slashed across the wrist, then Joe kind of grabs the back of your neck with his hand, and you see this energy emanating out of it. He like brings your head close to his and he whispers in your ear, follow me. And you feel compelled to follow him. Oh yeah, whatever you see, pal. Yep, we see that purple energy like emanate into like all of your orifices and your eyes almost glaze over a little. All my orifices, not without my consent, sir. (laughs) And as you stand up out of the chair, Jess goes, oh my God, fucking finally, pat her down. And as you are following, Jess is patting you down. Jessica, what do you have in your inventory? There's a dagger. Okay. Um, there's a crowbar. Okay. <laughs> I've got an ink pen and a bottle of ink. Love that. A little bag of sand. Okay. The mirror, a sheet of parchment, a small knife, my spell book, and a wand. That's all I have. For, um, and how much uh, money do you have? Oh, I've got 61 gold on me. All right. Jessamine grabs your purse of holding, sees all of this shit in there, pats you down and goes, Stacy, keys, now. Stacy goes, I'm back down the stairs again. What about the bomb? I told you there's no bomb. Okay, just don't listen to the prisoners. Fine. And spits a key at you. And with Jessamine behind you, one short sword still drawn, keys in the other hand, and Joe leading you, they lead you down the stairs. Jessamine goes, unlocks the door, opens it, and Joe says, get in. Yeah, okay, sure, yeah. And he locks you in. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Michael Pisani as Jessica Feltra and Amanda Fernandez Acosta as Barbara. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show, show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week.
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is Yanni, and welcome to season two of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Kelvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutant, lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about St. Clair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Bye.